Good afternoon, baseball fans. This is Dan Daniels with Lane Walsh, welcoming you to the new Shea Stadium in New York City for the 1964 All-Star Baseball Game. Brought to you by Chrysler Corporation, makers of the 1964 Plymouth, Dodge, Chrysler, the Imperial, and Dodge Trucks, all quality engineered by Chrysler Corporation. And by Gillette, maker of the incomparable Gillette stainless steel blade, the world's sharpest, easiest shaving, number one in sales by far, and the slim adjustable razor, foamy shaving cream, light guard deodorant, and sun-up aftershave. At new, beautiful, and modern Shea Stadium, we have old-fashioned baseball weather today. Sunny and warm, with a temperature now of about 85 degrees, an expected high of 90 degrees, and light winds from the south at about 10 miles per hour. Should have little effect upon the game. Today, the National League hopes to pull up even in this all-star rivalry that dates back to 1933. The American League has won 17 games. The National League has taken 16 with one game a tie. The most recent National League victory just last year, 5-3 at Cleveland. Walter Alston, manager of the world champion Los Angeles Dodgers, is skipper of the National Leaguers today. And Al Lopez, who directs the Chicago White Sox, is the American League manager. Ralph Houck, who managed the New York Yankees and the American League credit in 1963, has become general manager of the Yankees. And so the honor of the all-star manager's job went to Lopez by virtue of Chicago's second place finish last year in the American League. Today, Don Drysdale, who has won 11 and lost 7 of the Dodgers, will be opening for the National League. And the American League will counter with the Los Angeles right-hander from the Angels, Dean Chance, who has won 5 and lost 5. Starting pitchers have come out and begun to warm up now, and we're a few minutes away from game time. So, barring last-minute changes by the managers, here are the probable batting orders for today's game. Leading off for the American League, and playing shortstop... Jim Fregosi of the Los Angeles Angels. Fregosi at shortstop. Batting second and playing right field from the Minnesota Twins, rookie Tony Oliva. Oliva in right. Batting third, playing center field from the New York Yankees, Mickey Mantle. Mantle in center. Batting fourth, the left fielder, Harmon Killebrew. Killebrew of the Minnesota Twins. At first base, also from the Twins, batting number five in the batting order, Bob Allison. Allison at first base. From the Baltimore Orioles, Brooks Robinson, batting sixth and playing third base. Robinson at third base. From the Yankees, the second baseman, Bobby Richardson. Richardson batting seventh. And from the Yankees, Elston Howard catching. Howard batting eighth. And Dean Chance from the Los Angeles Angels with five victories, five defeats, and an earned run average of 2.19. Dean Chance, starting for the American League. For the National League, the leadoff batter will be the right fielder, Roberto Clemente. Clemente in right field from Pittsburgh. Also from the Pirates, Dick Groat. Groat at shortstop. From the Chicago Cubs, and number three in the batting order, the left fielder, Billy Williams. Williams in left. 
the center fielder, Willie Mays. From the San Francisco Giants, Mays in center. Also from the Giants, Orlando Cepeda. Cepeda at first base. From the St. Louis Cardinals, the third baseman, Ken Boyer. Boyer at third. From the Milwaukee Braves, Joe Torrey, the catcher, batting seventh. Torrey catching. From the New York Mets, host team here at Chase Stadium, the second baseman, Ronnie Hunt. Hunt at second base. And Don Drysdale, who has won 11 and lost seven. Drysdale with an earned run average of 2.06. Drysdale pitching for the National League. The plate umpire today from the National League, Ed Sudol. At first base, Joe Paparella of the American League. At second base, Frank Sicori of the National League. At third base, Nestor Shylock of the American League. The foul line umpires from the National League, Doug Harvey. And from the American League, Al Tolerno. My pleasure to be associated today with uh, Blaine Walsh, voice of the Milwaukee Braves. And Blaine, from the standpoint of the rest these pitchers have had, it appears that the National League might have a slight advantage. You're right there, Dan. Al Lopez, the manager of the American League team, had quite a problem because when he looked over his staff, he suddenly realized that all of the pitchers on the staff had worked either Saturday or Sunday. But he decided to go with Dean Chance, the strong right-hander, to uh, try to offset the great right-handed power of the National Leaguers. Walter Ralston, manager of the National League team, did have uh, a couple of pitchers who had not worked since Friday, Koufax and Short. But he decided to go with Don Drysdale, his uh, own big right-hander, because the American League Club, too, has some great right-handed power, as you will find here this afternoon. Among them, Frank Malzone, the Boston Red Sox. Rocky Calavito, who was added from the Detroit Tigers after the injury to Al Kaline. And Joe Pepitone and Whitey Ford, both of the Yankees. And from the National League, Joe Torrey of the Braves and Sandy Koufax of the Dodgers. By the way, this lineup today, the starting lineup, will see no substitution for the teams that were chosen by players. As you'll recall, the starting lineup, other than pitchers, has been selected by the players voting for members of clubs other than their own. In the background, incidentally, we've had the introduction of Casey Stengel, along with manager Walter Alston of the National League and one of his coaches, Fred Hutchinson of the Cincinnati Reds. And the rest of the National League team is being presented to the Shea Stadium fans and lining up off the first baseline. The American Leaguers have lined up off the third base side. The American League squad has seen two changes among the reserve corps today. The Detroit Tigers had to withdraw K-Line because of a severe bruise in his left ankle, and American League President Joe Cronin announced that Kansas City's Rocky Calavito would replace K-Line. Earlier, you'll recall, that the shortstop Louis Aparicio of Baltimore had to take to the sidelines with a groin injury, and Boston's Eddie Pursue has replaced Aparicio. This all-star baseball game is being brought to you from Shea Stadium in New York City. From Seabrook to Indianapolis to Watkins.
Glen, to Riverside, from Slick, to braking, to acceleration, to gas economy. It was Test Track USA. Three good cars head-to-head -head with an independent testing company officiating. The Chevrolet Impala was blue. The Ford Galaxy 500 was white. The Plymouth Fury, ruby red. Other than the colors, the three cars were comparably equipped showroom models. Not big engines for racing, but standard V8s for going to and from work or the corner store. The tests were equally down to earth. Tests of things you buy a car for. Things like acceleration, handling, braking, gas economy. In test after test, Plymouth beat Ford and Chevrolet in these things you buy a car for. Now all this may impress you a lot, a little bit, or not at all. The important thing is, it happened. At Shea Stadium, the big roar has been for Willie Mays as the National League players are still being presented here and lining up off the first base side. The National League today with six batters in the league's top ten. Clemente, Mays, Williams, Hunt, Torrey, and Cepeda. The American League starting lineup with its first five hitters. Bob Allison, Tony Oliva, Mickey Mantle, Rich Robinson, Jim Gregosi. The American League roster of 1964, only one holdover from 63, Mickey Mantle. And that big cheer was for Hunt, New York Mets, second baseman. The National League with three holdovers today from last year, Mays, Grote, and Boyer. And in the game, we'll see four total newcomers to all-star play, Fregosi and Oliva for the American League, and Hunt and Torrey for the National League. The umpires are now being presented, and momentarily will be ready for the start of today's game. The all-star managers, Alston and Lopez, stuck very closely to the player voting when they completed their rosters of 25 players. And throughout the day, you'll be hearing from the reserve squads as well as from the starting players. Now, our national anthem.
Now, momentarily, the 35th Major League All-Star Game will be underway. And to describe the first half of today's action, the voice of the Milwaukee Braves, Blaine Walsh. Dan Daniels, thank you very much. It's a real pleasure to be working here with you this afternoon and presenting this All-Star Baseball game to baseball fans everywhere. Don Drysdale, the big right-hander of the Los Angeles Dodgers, finishing his warm-up tosses. And right-hander Dean Chance of the Los Angeles Angels. Just about ready to go. Just a very brief conference at the plate. Breaks up now. And we're just about ready for action. Let's pause right here. Ten seconds for station identification. This is KNBR and KNBR-FM, NBC Radio San Francisco, your station for complete coverage of the Republican Convention. And now the National League takes the field. Billy Williams of Chicago goes to left. Willie Mays of San Francisco to center. Roberto Clemente of Pittsburgh to right. Orlando Cepeda of the Giants at first base. Ron Hunt of the Mets at second base. Dick Rowe of the Cardinals at short. Kenny Boyer of the Cardinals at third. Joe Torrey is catching, and Don Drysdale is the starting pitcher. Drysdale is making his fourth All-Star start, his fifth appearance. He has worked 11 innings. He has no victories and one defeat. Earned run average, 2.45. And he has struck out 14 in All-Star competition while walking only four. Don Drysdale of the Los Angeles Dodgers. The coaches for the American League at first base, Gil Hodges, manager of the Washington Senators. And at third base, Tony Cuccinello of the Chicago White Sox, a coach for the White Sox. Leading off for the American League, Jim Fergosi, shortstop of the Los Angeles Angels. His first all-star appearance. We were just about ready for action, but there are a couple of groundskeepers out there in center field. Closing the gate. And it'll be just a moment or two before we get started. Jim Fergosi, a right-handed batter. I doubt if there's anything more exciting than appearing in your first All-Star game. I had a chance to chat just briefly with Fergosi this morning. He says, boy, I'm really excited, but I'm anxious to get the game underway. This young fellow has hit 10 home runs and driven in 40 for the Angels this year. A lot of fans are still moving into Shea Stadium. They are, of course, adjacent to the World's Fair. Traffic was quite heavy even as early as 10 o'clock this morning. Well, this beautiful new stadium is filling rapidly. We'll have a good, noisy crowd on hand here this afternoon for the 35th All-Star Game. Now we're ready. Drysdale into the windup, and here's the pitch. Fergosi takes a breaking pitch wide of the plate, ball one. And so we're underway. The National League could even this All-Star Series with a victory today. Drysdale ready again. Here's the next pitch. In there for a strike, and the count is even a one-on-one. Fergosi will be followed by Tony Oliva, the rookie sensation of the Minnesota Twins, and then Mickey Mantle. The right arm around. Strike two. Fastball on the outside corner. One ball and two strikes on Fergosi. 
Drysdale set again, pitch on the way. This one misses. The count is even. A ball, two, strike two. Fregosi hitting 317 for the Los Angeles Angels. 2-2 pitch. It misses, and we have a full count on the first batter in the game. Ball three, strike two. Drysdale set. Fregosi waits. Here's the pitch. Ground ball to the left side. It's through in the left field. The base hit. Picked up by Billy Williams. And Fregosi is at first base with the first hit of the day, of course. That brings up Tony Oliva, the right fielder of the Minnesota Twins. His first all-star appearance. He's a left-handed batter and a fine hitter. Currently batting at 335 with 18 home runs and 52 runs batted in for the powerful Twins. Fregosi edges off first base. Here's the pitch. A swing and a miss. He wanted to hold up, but he went around for strike one. Big Don Drysdale on the mound for the National League, starting here this afternoon at Shea Stadium in New York City. Drysdale stretches. Here's the pitch. Blown inside. It gets away from Torrey. Fregosi digs for second base. Rounds second, but holds on there as Torrey retrieves the baseball. That'll be scored as a pass ball. A pass ball, and the count on Oliva now is one ball and one strike, and Fregosi is at second base. Mickey Mantle has moved out to the on-deck circle. Drysdale up into the stretch motion, checks the runner off second base. Here's the pitch. Oliva swings and misses. One ball and two strikes. Well, this is the first year that Shea Stadium has been open. They've already had a couple of high points to the season here. Drysdale ready. A swing and a foul off to the left. One ball, two strikes on Oliva. They played a 23-inning ball game here. They went some seven hours and 20 minutes. One unusual event. That was the second game of a doubleheader that lasted all day and most of the night. Also, Jim Bunning of the Philadelphia Phillies pitched a perfect game here. Drysdale set again. Pitch on the way. He reaches out, hits it. One bounce back to the pitcher. Drysdale fires over to Cepeda. Oliva is out. That's one gone with a runner, Fregosi, holding at second base. Here's Mickey Mantle. Mickey Mantle of the New York Yankees appearing in his 14th All-Star game. Currently batting 332 for the Yanks with 17 home runs and 54 runs batted in. Switch hitter who is batting left-handed against Drysdale. He takes a strike. Mickey Mantle. 
in all-star competition. Batting 243. Takes the fastball outside. One ball and one strike the count. Mick is up here for the 38th time in all-star competition. He has nine base hits. Two home runs and four runs batted in. Drysdale checks the runner at second base, and here's the next pitch. A swing and a miss. One and two, the count on Mantle. Batting with one out and a runner at second base, and no score. We're on the top half of the first inning of the All-Star Game at Chase Stadium in New York City. Harmon Killebrew, the Minnesota Twins. Major League's leading home run hitter moves out into the on-deck circle. Fragosi edges off second base as Drysdale stretches. Next pitch, Mantle swings and misses. He struck him out. Mantle started after a high fastball, checked his swing, but not in time. So there are two out here in the top half of the first inning with a runner at second base, and the next batter is Harmon Killebrew of the Minnesota Twins, the left fielder. That was Drysdale's first strikeout. Killebrew batting 287 this year for the Twins. Takes a breaking pitch too low, ball one. Killebrew has hit 30 home runs and driven in 64. Scoreless game, two out, top half of the first inning. Fergosi takes his lead off second base, and here's the pitch. A swing and a miss. Came high and inside with that one. And it evens the count on Killebrew at one ball, a one strike. Shea Stadium now filling up pretty well. The sun is shining again. Still have a light haze, though. Drysdale ready. Here's the pitch. There's a drive in the left field. It drops for the base hit. Here's Fergosi around third base. The ball gets away from Williams. Fergosi scores as Killebrew holds it first, and the American League takes the lead here, one to nothing. Harmon Killebrew drives in the first run of the day, and the American League leads the National now, one to nothing. Batting fifth, Bob Allison, the first baseman of the Minnesota Twins. Killebrew edges off first base. Drysdale gets set. And the first pitch, a strike. Inside corner just above the knees. So the American League has scored a run on a couple of base hits here in the first inning. There are two out. Killebrew is at first. Allison the batter. Next pitch in close. He steps back from it. One ball and one strike. Harmon Killebrew has just driven in his second run in all-star competition. Next pitch. Allison swings and misses. One ball and two strikes. This is Allison's third all-star appearance. He's batting 336 for the Twins. Has 21 home runs and 55 runs batted in. Pitch backhanded by Torrey, way outside. Ball two, strike two, the count. Six umpires working the ball game. 
I mentioned earlier Bunnings' perfect game here at Chase Stadium and the 23-inning game. The plate umpire in this game this afternoon, Ed Sudol of the National League, was the umpire in both of those games here at Chase Stadium. The 2-2 pitch on the way, way outside, he gets away from Torrey. Joe moves back, picks up the ball, and Killebrew moves to second, and this time it's a wild pitch. A wild pitch, charged to Drysdale, allows Killebrew to move into second base. And it's a full count on Allison, 3-2. The outfield shades Allison slightly towards left. Pitch on the way. Pop foul, third base side. Boyer coming over, cannot get to it, it's out of play. Up a dozen rows behind the American League dugout. Joe Torrey of the Milwaukee Braves, the catcher this afternoon. Drysdale of the Dodgers, the National League starting pitcher. Drysdale looks in for a sign. Goes up into the stretch. Here's the 3-2 pitch. A swing and a miss. He struck him out to retire the side. In the first inning for the American League, one run on two hits. No errors. One man was left. At the middle of the first inning, the score is the American League 1, the National League coming to bat. Here's something I bet you didn't know. Now Valiant has America's lowest price, lowest price, lowest price, lowest price V8. Oh, the needle isn't stuck. Valiant has America's four lowest priced V8s. It's like this. You take Valiant's new V8, which happens to be a real rip snorter, and you put it in a Valiant sedan. Know what you'd have? America's lowest priced V8 sedan. With the same engine in a Valiant hardtop, you'd have America's lowest priced V8 bucket seat hardtop. Same for Valiant's V8 wagon and convertible. Then you put any of these four models in your driveway, you'd have yourself one whale of a lot of compact. The best all-around compact. Look over America's lowest price, lowest price, lowest price, lowest price V8. Where? At your Plymouth, 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 Plymouth dealers, of course. Price comparisons based on manufacturer's suggested retail prices for lowest price models, exclusive destination charges, state and local taxes, and optional equipment. The American League now has taken the field with right-hander Dean Chance, the starting pitcher, Chance of the Los Angeles Angels, being caught by Elston Howard of the New York Yankees. Brooks Robinson of Baltimore is at third, Fergosi of the Angels at short, Richardson of the Yanks at second base, Allison of the Twins at first. In right field, Oliva of the Twins. In center field, Mantle of the Yankees. And in left field, Killebrew of the Twins. Leading off for the National League, the right fielder, Roberto Clemente of the Pittsburgh Pirates. His fifth All-Star game. Chance, 6'3", 200-pounder, good fastball, good breaking stuff. Fires the first pitch in there for a strike. And it's nothing at one on Clemente. By the way, the run scored by the American League in the top half of the inning was unearned. Chance ready, here's the next pitch. A swing and a miss. Strike two. Clemente, leading the National League with a 345 batting average. Has hit five home runs and driven in 39 for the Pirates. 
You'll be followed here in the first inning by Grote and Williams. Next pitch on the way, Clemente swings and misses. He struck him out in three pitches. That's one out of the bottom of the first, and it brings up a shortstop from the St. Louis Cardinals, Dick Grote. One out, nobody on base, with the American League leading one to nothing. This is Grote's fifth all-star game. He's batting 290 for the Cardinals, has driven in 29 runs. Chance fires a fastball on the knees, strike one. Right-hander swings into the windup. Next pitch. Grote all the way around for strike two. Chance has not thrown a ball. One out, nobody on base, last half of the first inning. We have a light breeze blowing across the outfield from left to right. Chances are that'll help along a baseball hit out toward the right field fence. Next pitch. Too high. Right past Elston Howard against the backstop. One ball and two strikes. It's 341 to the fence right down the left field line. Uh, 358 to straightaway left. 371 to left center. 396 coming out and then 410 to straightaway center field. Same distances down the right field side. One ball and two strikes on Grote. Chance into the windup and here's the pitch. Foul back. One ball and two strikes it is on Grote. Here's a fine ball player. Spent many years, of course, with the Pittsburgh Pirates in the past couple of years with the St. Louis Cardinals. He was the starting shortstop for the National League last year. One-two pitch on the way. Foul back into the deck right above us. We don't uh, describe the decks here at Chase Stadium in New York because there are so many of them. Five. Next pitch. A little bit high. That evens the count of ball two and strike two on growth. Billy Williams of the Chicago Cubs is on deck. American League leading one to nothing. We're in the first inning. Casey Stengel, manager of the New York Mets, is coaching at first for the National League. Chance set again. Pitch on the way. Grote swings and misses. He struck him out. So Dean Chance has struck out the first two hitters he has faced here. In the first inning. Billy Williams of the Chicago Cubs, the left fielder. Second time that Billy Williams has been a member of the National League All-Star team. Takes a fastball, high and inside, ball one. Williams is hitting 330 for the Cubs this year. 19 home runs, 44 runs batted in. He was hitting over the 400 mark for a good part of the season. But recently his tail broke. 
Next pitch, he swings and misses. Count even, one ball and one strike. Right-hander into the windup. Here's the next pitch. Williams takes a breaking pitch around the knees for a strike, one and two. One ball and two strikes on Billy Williams, left-handed batter. Chance into the windup. Pitch on the way. Inside. Not even. Ball two, strike two. Williams has good power to all fields. Might hit the ball any direction. His best shot, though, is a line drive to center or left center or right center. The American League one, National League nothing. Two out of the bottom half of the first inning. The pitch. Williams fouls one against the screen. Still two and two. Willie Mays is in the on-deck circle. Boy, he sure is a great favorite here during batting practice. The starting lineup was announced. Tremendous ovation for Willie. Ball two, strike two. Williams levels the bat. Chance fires away. A pop foul, first base side. It's out of play. Still a 2-2 count of Williams of the Chicago Cubs. And coaching for the National League at third base, the manager of the Cincinnati Reds, Fred Hutchinson. The Bear. Next pitch. Hopped up. On the left side, the shortstop, Fergosi, is back at the edge of the outfield grass, moving in now, makes the catch, and the side is retired. So the National League is three up, three down in the first inning. No runs, no hits, and nobody left. At the end of the first inning, the score, American League one, National League nothing. From Seabrook to Indianapolis to Hopkins Glen to Riverside, from handling to braking to acceleration to gas economy, it was Test Track USA. Three good cars head to head with an independent testing company initiated. The Chevrolet Impala was blue. The Ford Galaxy 500 was white. The Plymouth Fury ruby red. Other than the colors, the three cars were comparably equipped showroom models. Not big engines for racing, but standard V8 for going to and from work or the corner store. The tests were equally down to work. Tests of things you buy a car for. Things like acceleration, handling, braking, gas economy. In test after test, Plymouth beat Ford and Chevrolet in these things you buy a car for. Now all this may impress you a lot, a little bit, or not at all. The important thing is, it happened. Leading off in the second inning for the American League, Brooks Robinson of the Baltimore Orioles, the third baseman. Right-handed batter, Don Drysdale is set, first pitch, Robinson fouls it back upstairs. Strike one. This is Blaine Walsh with Dan Daniels and the 35th All-Star Game at Shea Stadium in New York. Robinson batting 317 this year. Nine home runs, 48 runs batted in. He drives the next pitch deep to left center field. Willie Mays moving back to the edge of the warning track. He's got the room and makes the catch.
The longest drive of the day up till now to deep center field, just a little to the left of straightaway center field by Brooks Robinson. Caught in typical Willie Mays fashion at the belt buckle. One out in the second, and the next batter is the second baseman of the New York Yankees, Bobby Richardson. He takes the first pitch, a little bit high, ball one. Richardson this year batting 249. A pair of homers and 22 runs batted in. Drysdale working quickly. Next pitch. Fouled out of play to the right. The count is even. A one ball and one strike. Elston Howard moves out into the on-deck circle. One out. Nobody on base. The American one. The national nothing. Bouncing ball to the left side. Boyer gloves it on the short hop. Quick peg to first. Richardson is out. Two gone. Richardson thrown on Boyer to Cepeda. The catcher, Elston Howard. Right-handed batter. Top half of the second inning. Two out, nobody on base. American League leading one to nothing. And Howard on the first pitch goes all the way around for strike one. Drysdale ready again. The next pitch is Pop Powell. First base side. Joe Torrey racing over. He can't get to it. It's in the box seats. A two-strike count on Howard. He's hitting 291 with the Yanks this year. He's hit seven home runs and 39 runs batted in. His eighth All-Star game. Elston Howard is still looking for his first base hit in All-Star competition. He takes strike three. Elston Howard is called out on strikes, and the American League goes down in order in the top of the second. No runs, no hits, nobody left. At the middle of the second inning, the score, American League one, National League nothing. This is Joe Gargiola. In sports, there's a phenomenon known as the flash in the pan. Great one day, a bum the next. Same types in business. That's why the smart money does business with the Chrysler Plymouth or Dodge dealer. They offer certified car care a kind of health plan for cars. When they promise your car, it's ready, and they fix it right the first time. It's smart to buy a car where you get the customer care treatment. Those Chrysler, Plymouth, and Dodge dealers, guys who keep on caring. We pause now, 30 seconds for station identification. This is KNBR, KNBR-FM, NBC Radio, San Francisco. Now you can get Coca-Cola in an easy-open lift-top can and enjoy the big, bold taste of Coke. That's Coca-Cola in the new easy-open lift-top can. KNBR time, 25 minutes past 10 as we return to the All-Star game. Willie is playing in his 11th All-Star game. Dean Chance, right-hander on the mound. Willie goes after the first pitch, hits it one bounce to the third baseman, Robinson. He fires across to Allison, and Willie is out. One pitch and one out here in the bottom of the second inning. Mays, by the way, is batting 339 with the Giants this year. 23 home runs and 55 runs batted in. Here's a teammate of his, Orlando Cepeda, the first baseman. Right-handed batter. Chance fires away Cepeda. Foul one right back at us. And we got the baseball. I was concerned with only one thing, not getting hit. 
Wow, that was right at us. Here's the next pitch. Cepeda drills one deep to center field. Mantle back on the warning track and straightaway center makes the catch for the second out. Cepeda gave one a ride, hauled down by Mantle, just to the right of the 410-foot marker out there. Two out, and the next batter, the third baseman from the St. Louis Cardinals, Kenny Boyer. The American League won, National League nothing. Two second inning. And the pitch to Boyer. Outside, ball one. Every once in a while, a baseball will come right back at you. You sit here, you try not to move, it gets bigger and bigger, and you finally make up your mind to get out of the way. And that one just missed me. Boyer fouls one out of play to the right. One ball and one strike. Two out, nobody on base. Final of the second inning. The American League scored an unearned run on a couple of base hits. But a pass ball figured in the scoring of the first inning. And it's still one nothing. And the two hits in the first by the American League are the only base hits. Dean Chance has set down the first five National League hitters. Kenny Boyer waiting. He's a right-handed batter. And he takes the ball outside. One ball and two strikes. Boyer is batting 288 for the Cardinals this year. 12 home runs, 54 runs batted in. Pitch on the way. Boyer hits a ground ball to the left side. It's picked up. Bobble by Fregosi. Picks it up. Fires to first base. Safe. Just a momentary bobble there, but it was just enough to allow Boyer to reach first base. And they're going to score it as a base hit. It was hit to deep short, and they figured that Boyer had it beaten anyway. So that is the first hit for the National League. An infield single by Kenny Boyer, and it brings up the catcher, Joe Torrey of the Milwaukee Braves. Joe, big, strong, right-handed batter. Second time he's been a member of the all-star team. He takes a fast strike on the outside corner. Strike one. Torrey this year with the Braves is hitting 314. 12 home runs, 48 runs batted in. Boyer at first base. Allison playing right on the bank, keeping him in there close. Bouncing ball hit up the middle. The shortstop for Gossi gloves it. Steps on second base for the force on Boyer. And the side is retired. Corey grounds into a force play for the National League in the bottom of the second. No runs, one hit. No errors, one man was left. At the end of two innings of play, the score. The American won, the National nothing. The pitcher, Dean Chance, leads off for the American League now in the top half of the third, facing the big right-hander, Don Drysdale. Pitch on the way, and Chance takes a strike in the outside corner. First two innings in this game have been played rather quickly. The American League leads now one to nothing. Here's a punt. A little bit to the first base side. Picked up by Drysdale. Fires to Cepeda. Chances out and that's one away. Chance trying to get on base. Is thrown out. Drysdale to Cepeda. That brings up the leadoff man, Jim Fregosi, the shortstop of the Angels, who started the game with a single left and scored the American League run. One out, nobody on base. Drysdale delivers for Gosey. Fouls one against the screen. Strike one. 
Well, it has turned out to be a beautiful afternoon. Real baseball weather, temperature in the upper 80s. And mostly sunny skies. Few clouds around. The 0-1 pitch. Fergosi hits a fly ball to short right field. Clemente, moving in easily, is there now. He makes the catch for the second out in the top half of the third inning. Clemente, the right fielder, will usually catch a baseball just about the same way Willie Mays does at the belt line or at the belt buckle. Two out now with nobody on base. Here's Oliva of the Twins who was thrown out by Drysdale his first time up. The left-handed batter. Drysdale gets his sign from Torrey. Goes into the windup, and here's the pitch. A fastball is hit down the left field line. It's slicing. Billy Williams racing. He can't get it. Foul ball. I was going to say out of play, but there's a spot down there just in foul territory in the left field corner where it's not actually out of play. But if a ball drops in that area, and even though it is caught, it is no play. There's a line drawn down in there. It's a rather unusual situation, but it was set up earlier this season here at Shea Stadium in New York. Strike one count on Oliva. Next pitch. Fouls one back. Out of play. Four strike two. Two out in the third. American League leading by a score of one to nothing on an unearned run in the first inning. Drysdale peers in for the sign. Kicks and fires. Bouncing ball. Two hops back to Drysdale. Takes his time. Fires over to Cepeda. The side is retired. The American League. Three up, three down in the third. No runs, no hits, nobody left. At the middle of the third inning, the score. American one, national nothing. The 1964 Dodge Dart is a favorite of America's young families. The large economy-sized compact at a small compact price. Dart is the family-sized compact that handles, parts, and saves like a compact. The things you buy a compact for. Dart is roomy and has more trunk space than many full-size cars with the power and instant response you're looking for. Sixty-four Dodge Dart at your dependable Dodge dealer. We just had a tremendous ovation for the lone member of the New York Mets on the National League All-Star team the second baseman, Ron Hunt. He leads off in the bottom of the third inning. We're getting some action now in the bullpens. John Wyatt of Kansas City warming up for the American League. Dean Chance fires. Here's a line drive. Base hit to left. Played on the first bounce by Killebrew. And the National League has its second base hit. Ron Hunt of the Mets lining the first pitch into left field.
Now a pinch hitter. Willie Starjo of the Pittsburgh Pirates is going to bat for Don Drysdale. Runner at first base and nobody out. He takes a fast strike on the inside corner. Strike one. Starjo is making his first all-star competition appearance. Hunt edges off first base. Here's the pitch. It breaks inside. So the hits are even, but the American League leads one to nothing. Chance gets his sign. Hunt edges off first base. There's a peg over there. He's back safely. Allison at first base for the American League. There's the next pitch. Starjo swings and fouls it back. One ball and two strikes to count. Well, the National League, Jim Bunning, right-hander of the Philadelphia Phillies, will become the next pitcher. Dean Chance, right-hander, the American League starter of the Los Angeles Angels, is ready. Next pitch, Stargell hits a roller to the right of the mound. It's picked up by Chance. He flips to first base. Stargell is out, and Hunt moves to second. One away in the bottom of the third. Here's the leadoff man, Clemente, who struck out his first time up. Clemente, a right-handed batter. And a good one. Johnny Wyatt of Kansas City, a right-hander, is warming for the American Leaguers. Out of the left field bullpen. Jim Bunny, a right-hander of the Phillies, getting ready to move in here in the next inning for the National League. Ron Hunt is at second base. He takes his lead now as Chance gets ready. The stretch motion and the pitch. Clemente swings hard and misses strike one. Nothing in one on Clemente. This fella can really swing. And he's been wrapping that baseball all over the lot, batting at 345 on the season. Next pitch, he swings and misses for strike two. A one-to-nothing ball game. Bottom of the third. Hunt at second base represents the tying run for the National League. He let off of a single, went to second on the infield out by the pinch hitter, Starjo. Next pitch, hit to the left side. The shortstop, Fregosi, charging. Quick peg to first base. They got him. Clemente, who is a very fast runner, made a close play of it. But he is out at first, with Hunt holding at second. Two out now, and Dick Grode is the next batter. Grode of the St. Louis Cardinals. Grode struck out his first time up. Right-handed batter. Killebrew in left, Mandel in center, Oliva in right. Move around towards right. Dick takes a breaking pitch for a strike, and it's nothing at one. Dick drove the shortstop. 
ideal hitter in this number two spot of the batting order. He can hit behind the runner. He can hit that ball to right field. Next pitch, he fouls it back for strike two. Dean Chance, right-hander, gets inside from Elston Howard. Grote levels the bat. Hunt edges off second base. Here's the pitch. Grote hits a bouncing ball to the right side. The second baseman Richardson gets it. Throws over to Allison to retire the side. Grote is thrown out. Richardson to Allison. For the National League in the bottom of the third, no runs, one hit, no errors, one man left. At the end of three innings, the score, American League one, National League nothing. This is Joe Garagio. In sports, the little things count. Steady pitching, solid hitting, dependable, steady performance. In business, same thing. Chrysler, Plymouth, and Dodge dealers believe this, too. They call it customer care. Remind the customer when it's time for service. Fix the car right the first time. Use Mopar and Chrysler parts. And they give certified car care, the health plan for cars. Chrysler, Plymouth, and Dodge dealers. Guys who keep on carrying. The three inning totals for the American League. One run, two hits, no errors, and one man left. For the National League, no runs, two hits, no errors, and two left. Don Drysdale worked the first three innings, giving up the one run. It was an unearned run on two hits. He walked none and struck out three. The next pitcher for the National League, right-hander Jim Bunning of the Philadelphia Phillies. With the Phillies this year, Bunning has a record of nine wins, two defeats. Overall earned run average of 2.13. He has started 17 baseball games and completed six as three shutouts. In the top half of the fourth inning now for the American League, Mickey Mantle, Harmon Killebrew, and Bob Allison. Bunning has completed his warm-up tosses. Mantle steps into the batter's box. Mick struck out his first time up against Drysdale. He takes the first pitch high outside for ball one. Mickey Mantle, the center fielder. The outfield pulls around to the right. Infield shifts over, right side deep. There's a hard hit ball, foul, first base side. The first base coach, Gil Hodges, gives uh, Mantle a little extra room. He doesn't stand in the coach's box. So we've had our first change in personnel today. Here's a ball bunted and popped to the second baseman. Mantle tried to drag a bunt and popped to the second baseman. Got a little too much wood on it. Hunt had to charge in quick. But he handled it without difficulty and that is one out in the top half of the fourth inning. One out, nobody on base with the American League on her front one to nothing. That brings up Harmon Killebrew, the left fielder. He drove in the only run of the game. Bunning winds and delivers. The ball outside. One ball, no strikes. 
Killebrew, who has hit 30 home runs this year. He continues at that pace through the second half of the season. We just might have a new home run record. He taps the ball accidentally down the third baseline. I think he's going to beat it out. It's picked up by Boyer. He does not throw. Base hit. Killebrew was ducking away from a high inside pitch. He accidentally hit the ball slowly down the third baseline. Kenny Boyer charged in quickly, picked it up, but it was too late to make a throw. So that is the third hit for the American Leaguers, the second by Killebrew. He's at first base with one out. And the next batter is the first baseman, Allison. He was a strikeout victim against Drysdale in the first inning. The pitch, top foul and out of play. Third base side, Boyer goes over easily, but he can't get to it. The American League scored an unearned run off Drysdale in the first inning and still lead one to nothing. One out in the top of the fourth with a runner at first base. Well, everybody is here for the All-Star game. Last night at press headquarters, we had an opportunity to talk with baseball dignitaries representing every major league team. Bunning ready, fires a curve strike to Allison for strike two. Killebrew is on first base. Bunning looks down for a sign from Torrey. The stretch motion and the next pitch. A swing and a miss. He struck him out. Allison goes down swinging for the second time this afternoon. That's strikeout number one by Bunning. Number five. And it brings up a third baseman from Baltimore, Brooks Robinson. A bit ago after Ron Hunt singled to left with the National League second hit, they flashed a message on the scoreboard here indicating that the New York Mets in all-star competition, and of course this is only their third season in the league, are now batting 667. Here's the first pitch to Robinson. A strike gets called in the inside corner up around the letters. This is Bunning's seventh all-star appearance. First for the National League. Here's a drive into right field. It's in there for the base hit. Played on the first hop by Clemente, who rifles a throwback into Hunt. And the American League has runners at first and second with two out. And the next batter, Bobby Richardson. Robinson just lined a single to right. Second hit in the inning. And the fourth hit for the American Leaguers. They had two off Drysdale and now have two off Bunning here on the top of the fourth. Killebrew is at second base. Robinson on first. The batter is Richardson, who was thrown out by the third baseman his first time up. He's a right-handed batter. Bunning delivers a curveball missing outside. Ball one. Well, this is always a great game. Brings together the best of the American League against the best of the National League. The greatest talent available right here. Next pitch, Richardson fouls one into the deck right above us. One ball and one strike. The outfield just about straight away for 
Richardson, the great little second baseman of the New York Yankees. Billy Williams in left of the Cubs. Willie Mays in center of the Giants. Clemente in right from Pittsburgh. Bunning delivers. Here's a fly ball or a pop foul hit to the right of the plate. Joe Torrey coming back. He might have the room, and he cannot quite reach it. He was reaching in down here, but he could not quite get to the ball. One ball and two strikes on Richardson. We should have a crowd of near 50,000 here this afternoon at Chase Stadium. Tremendous throng. Few empty seats way up high and down the lines. One ball and two strikes on Richardson. He reaches for a pitch and pulls it foul over to the left of the plate. Still one and two. Two out with runners at first and second. The American League leading one to nothing. Top half of the fourth inning. Dan Daniel of the Washington Senators is my partner on the broadcast here this afternoon. Dan will do the second half of the game. Bunning ready. The stretch motion and the pitch. A swing and a miss. He struck him out to retire the side. Richardson goes down swinging. Bunning second strikeout for the American in the fourth. No runs, two hits, no errors, two left. In the middle of the fourth inning, the score. American League one, National League nothing. is for Dodge. Luxury car in the low-priced field. Hottest selling Dodge in history. Dodge, the low-priced car that doesn't look like one or feel like one. Quick, good-looking as they come. Dodge, with the biggest percentage of sales gained for the second year running. Region, more car, more style, more power. The 64 Dodge. At your dependable Dodge dealer. We pause for station identification. KNBR and KNBR-FM, NBC Radio, San Francisco, come to open house with the 16 offices of Pioneer Investor Savings, refreshments, re-election guides, higher interest, with maximum safety at half billion dollars strong, Pioneer Investor Savings, founded 1885, today largest in Northern California. Open your account at big, safe, friendly Pioneer Investor Savings. This is Blaine Walsh, along with Dan Daniels, at the 35th All-Star Game in New York. New pitcher now for the American League. This is Johnny Wyatt of the Kansas City A's, who follows Dean Chance. Chance worked three innings, allowing no runs, only two hits. He walked none and struck out two. Leading off for the National League in the bottom of the fourth inning, Billy Williams. First pitch, he hits it deep to right center. Way back there, Oliva at the wall, looking up. Home run for Williams.
Williams of the Chicago Cubs just hit the first pitch thrown by John Wyatt over the 371 mark at right, and the score is tied at one to one. Next batter, Willie Mays. Wow, Wyatt laid a fastball in there, and Williams really gave it a ride. Willie goes after the first pitch, but fouls it back for strike one. The American League scored its run, an unearned run, on a couple of base hits and a fastball in the first inning, and led one to nothing until Williams just swung the bat. Leading off in the bottom of the fourth inning. So it's a one-to-one game. Willie Mays, who was thrown out by the third baseman his first time up, has a nothing and one count on him. Next pitch, he takes the fastball inside. One ball and one strike. And that brought everybody alive. A long drive back toward that huge scoreboard out there. Oliva and Mantle were both back there, but watched it sail over the fence. One ball, a one strike on Mays. Next pitch, Willie checks the swing, takes the ball outside, two and one. Wyatt, a right-hander from the Kansas City A's. This year has five wins, four defeats, earned run average, 2.47. Next pitch, good fastball. Willie swings and misses for strike two. The count is even. So we've had our first home run of the day to tie the game here. Billy Williams of the Chicago Cubs hitting the first pitch thrown by Wyatt and it's one-to-one. Right-hander winds. Next pitch. Willie pops one up. Foul territory. The catcher, Alston Howard, coming over near the dugout. He's got the room and makes the catch. Mays fouls to the catcher for the first down in the bottom of the fourth inning. That's one out, and here's the first baseman, Cepeda, of the Giants, who fly deep to center field his first time up. He hit a drive in the second inning that sent Mantle racing back on the warning track near the 410 mark. First pitch to Cepeda is outside, ball one. The home run by Billy Williams was his first all-star home run and his first all-star base hit. He made it a memorable one. Next pitch. Fastball high and outside. Ball two. So the National League has one run on three hits. The American League, one run on four hits. Ball two and no strikes on Cepeda. The bull, they call him. He is strong. He can hit that ball an awful long way. Next pitch. He fouls one back into the crowd. And the count is ball two and strike one. One out, nobody on base. Cepeda the batter with Boyer on deck. Wyatt looks down at Howard for a sign. He's ready. And here's the pitch. Hit right back at Wyatt. It hits him on the leg, but he runs over, picks up the baseball, throws to first. They got him. And now we'll have a look-see here if Wyatt is all right. It appeared to hit him on the right shin. Here comes the American League manager, 
Al Lopez of the Chicago White Sox. We'll take a look here and make sure that he's all right. He is pointing to his right shin. It appeared to hit quite uh, solid and bounced back toward the first baseline. He says he's okay. Might throw a pitch or two here just to make sure the leg is all right. But Wyatt did very well that time to uh, move over and get the ball and fire to Allison for the out. So Cepeda is thrown out. Wyatt to Allison for the second out here in the bottom of the fourth inning. And the next National League batter is Kenny Boyer, the third baseman. First pitch outside, ball one, a curveball. Boyer, single in the infield his first time up. Score tied here, one to one. The American League and the National League at Shea Stadium. There's a long drive to left. Boyer hitting the ball deep to left. Killebrew back at the wall, watches it go. Home run. Kenny Boyer of the St. Louis Cardinals just hit the second home run of the inning. And the National League has taken the lead at 2-1. to one. A long drive over the left field wall between the 358 and the 371 marks. The fourth hit for the National Leaguers. Two home runs off Johnny Wyatt here in the bottom of the fourth inning. Has put the National League out in front. Joe Torrey, the next batter, takes the ball outside. That was Boyer's second All-Star Game homer. And the National League leads 2-1. to one. Torrey grounded into a force play his first time up. He takes a fastball high and outside for ball two. The American League starter, Dean Chance, set the National Leaguers down pretty well in the first three innings, allowing only two hits, one an infield single. But Johnny Wyatt, the second pitcher, has been tagged for two homers here by Billy Williams and Ken Boyer. In the fourth. Next pitch, Torrey swings and misses, taking a hard swing. Ball two, strike one. A left-hander, Jack Craley, of the Cleveland Indians, is warming up in the American League bullpen. And a left-hander, Chris Short of the Phillies, is warming for the National. Torres hits a ground ball to the second baseman, Richardson. Fires over to Allison. The sign is retired. For the National League in the bottom of the fourth inning, two runs and two hits. Homers by Williams and Boyer, no errors, none left. After four innings of play, the score, National League 2, American League 1. This is Joe Gargio. Today I'd like to talk about slumps. I happen to feel like I'm an expert in this field. I was traded four times when there were only eight teams in the league. I've seen ball clubs try to break slumps by burning bats, spraying the bat rack. They've even tried public prayer. Even things can get in a slump, like your car. But you don't have to worry if you bought a Plymouth, Dodge, Chrysler, or Imperial. These dealers are real slump preventers. My dealer, for instance. He sells a car, he follows it up like a ball hawk. Reminds me when it's time for service. This way, he nips trouble before it starts. That's all part of the customer care program, which includes Chrysler Corporation's certified car care. The health plan for cars. You get a setup like this, good treatment, 
the right kind of service, and you know why it pays to do business with a Chrysler, Plymouth, or Dodge dealer. They're the guys who keep on caring. We move to the fifth inning. A new catcher for the National League, Johnny Edwards of the Cincinnati Reds, replaces Joe Torre. Elston Howard leads off the fifth inning for the American League. He struck out his first time up. He faces Jim Bunning. First pitch, a strike in the outside corner. Strike one. Norm Seaburn of the Baltimore Orioles is in the on-deck circle. He will bat for the pitcher, Wyatt. Here's a breaking pitch way outside, getting past Edwards. One ball, a one strike. Drysdale worked the first three innings for the National League. Jim Bunning now is on the mound. He came on in the fourth. One ball, one strike to count. Next pitch. Outside, just missing. Ball two. Two and one. So the National League power has spelled the difference up to this point. Home runs by Billy Williams and Kenny Boyer in the fourth. And the National League leads the American two to one. Four hits for each side. Next pitch, a strike on the outside corner. And the count on Elston Howard is even. A ball two, strike two. Howard, a great catcher of the New York Yankees. Jim Bunning, right-handed pitcher of the Philadelphia Phillies, getting assigned from Johnny Edwards. Howard fouls one out of play to the right. So it's a count of ball two and strike two. Again, the sky has become lightly overcast. The temperature in the upper 80s here in New York this afternoon. Bunning winds. Here's the 2-2 pitch. Howard swings and misses. He struck him out. That's the third strikeout by Bunning. Howard, 0 for 2, has struck out his first two trips. Your attention, please. Ladies and gentlemen. Here now is Norm Seaburn to bat for the pitcher, Wyatt. And out in the left field bullpen, in the American League bullpen, we have Camilo Pasquale of the Twins warming up. He's a right-hander. Kralik was cranking up, but he sat down. Seaburn is going to bat now for Wyatt with one out and nobody on base. Jim Bunning has a great record in all-star competition six times in the American League and now in the National League. First pitch, Seaburn swings and fouls one off. Came up and hit him and bounced out toward the mound. Strike one. Money has started three times. He has worked a total of 14 innings before today, allowing only three runs, two of them earned, on four hits. He has seven strikeouts and walked only one. And an earned run average of 1.29. A strike one count on Seaburn, left-handed batter of the Orioles. He takes a pitch inside, one ball and one strike. And Sudol of the National League is the plate umpire. 
Joe Paparella of the American is at first. Frank Sicori of the National is second. Nestor Shylock of the American at third. Next pitch. Change of pace. Down a little bit too low. Ball two, strike one. Doug Harvey of the National League is down the left field line. And Al Salerno of the American down the right field side. Bunning looks down for a sign from Johnny Edwards. The windup and the pitch. Inside, it's a 3-1 count on Seaburn, a left-handed batter. Seaburn with the Orioles this year is batting 269. Five home runs, 31 runs batted in. The 3-1 pitch on the way, he swings and misses. Full count, three and two. One out with nobody on base. The National League has two runs and four hits, no errors. The American, one run, four hits, no errors. Left-hander Chris Short of the Phillies is throwing in the National League bullpen. Bunning winds, the 3-2 pitch, driven into center field. Willie Mays is back there, moving to his left, makes the catch easily for the second out. Seaburn hits the 3-2 pitch back into right center field. It's caught by Willie Mays. Two out now in the top half of the fifth inning. And the next batter will be the American League leadoff man, Jim Fregosi, the shortstop of the Los Angeles Angels. He singles the left and scored the American League run in the first inning and then fly to right. So he's one for two. Bunning looks him over and gets his sign. Right-hander ready, and here's the pitch. A curved strike of beauty. We have the same outfield that started the game for the National League. Billy Williams in left, Willie Mays in center, Clemente in right. Same infield. Boyer at third, Grote at short, Hunt at second, Cepeda at first. Strike two. Breaking pitch at the outside corner. So we've had a change in the battery. Edwards is in here now for Joe Torrey. Drysdale worked the first three innings on the mound. Bunning now is working. Two out, nobody on base. The National League leading the American two to one. Right-hander winds the 0-2 pitch. Curveball, strike three. Bunning doing a great job here in the top half of the fifth inning. Three up, three down. No runs, no hits, nobody left. In the middle of the fifth inning, the score is National League 2, American League 1. We go to the last half of the fifth inning. The totals, the National League, two runs, four hits, no errors. The American League, one run, four hits, and no errors. And now a right-hander, Camilo Pasquale of the Minnesota Twins, is the American League pitcher. He follows Dean Chance of the Angels, who worked three innings, allowing no runs and two hits, and John Wyatt, of Kansas City, who worked just one inning, giving up home runs to Billy Williams and Ken Boyer. A two-to-one game with the National League out of front by virtue of those two home runs. Pasquale now taking his warm-up tosses. Ron Hunt will lead off in the bottom of the fifth inning. And now, at the play-by-play microphone in the second half of this 35th All-Star game... From the Washington Senators, Dan Daniels.
Thank you, Blaine Walsh, and good afternoon, everyone. Emilio Pasquale of Minnesota in the regular season so far has won nine and lost six with an earned run average of 3.67. He's now on the mound for the American League with Elston Howard remaining behind the plate. There is no change in the infield. Allison at first, Richardson at second, Robinson at third, and Fregosi at short. Killebrew, Mantle, and Oliva in the outfield left to right. Aurora a moment ago was for Ken, or rather Ron Hunt, the second baseman of the uh, New York Mets, who had a single in the third. The Pasquale curveball is high inside for ball one. Ronnie Hunt batting at 3-11, a right-hand batter. The National League in front, 2-1, to one, each team with four hits in the bottom of the fifth inning. The right-hander pitching, and there's a tap swing back to the mound. Picked up by Pascal in front of the rubber, throws low to first, and it's in time. The throw almost pulled uh, Allison off the bag at first. He stayed with it, and a close play at first. Hunt is ruled out. He was trying to hold up on a high inside breaking ball. And now the National League will send up a batter for Jim Bunning. Quite likely it'll be Chris Short to come on to pitch for the National League in the next inning. Pascal's first pitch is low. One ball, no strikes to count to Callison. Left-hand batter. Fine young outfielder with the Phillies. 1-0 pitch on the way. And a swing and tip foul to the middle of Howard. One ball and one strike. Callison appearing in his third All-Star game. Been up one time with one hit. One out, nobody on base. The National League batting in the fifth inning and leading two to one. Pitch on the way. Curve is a little low. Counters out to two balls and one strike to Callison. For Callison, Mantle has moved deep to right center field. Oliva over toward the line. And Allison just a couple of steps off the foul line, deep at first. 2-1 pitch on the way, and it's foul back and out of play. Count to Callison, two balls and two strikes. The National League with home runs in the fourth inning by Billy Williams and Ken Boyer, leading by 2-1. A count of two balls and two strikes to Callison, batting for Bunning. Pasquale, known through the American League as the rake, scrapes at the dirt near the pitching rubber and all over the mound. Now the 2-2 pitch. In the dirt, a breaking ball. Camilo, known primarily for his fine curveball, and he varies speeds on it well, but he also has one of the American League's best fastballs. Three and two to Callison, waiting. Wind up by Pasquale, and the pitch on the way. Has a pop-up into shallow left. Long run for Fregosi and Killebrew. Fregosi the shortstop with a good running catch. Fregosi hauled it over his left shoulder, running out toward the left field foul line for the second out in the bottom of the fifth inning. To the top of the order again now, and right fielder Roberto Clemente, who has struck out and grounded out. Of the Pittsburgh Pirates in the right fielder. National League out in front, two to one. Trying to pull up even in the overall series that began in 33. 
Clemente is being played to hit the ball to right, center, or right. Mantle and Oliva over toward the line. Right-hand batter. Swings on the pitch and fouls it away. Be no play on it. Back into the crowd. Scoreboard reminds the fans at Shea Stadium that five previous All-Star games have been played here in New York. Two at Yankee Stadium, two at the Polo Grounds, one at Ebbets Field. Here's the one-strike pitch, and Clemente fouls this one off and to the right out of play. Strike two. Dean Chance started today for the American League. Three innings, no runs, and two hits. John Wyatt hit for two runs and two hits in the fourth inning. And Camilo Pasquale now working. With two out, a two-strike count on Clemente. The motion by the right-hander Pasquale and the pitch is outside. A breaking ball well away from Clemente. Out of one ball, two strikes. The bullpen, bullpens are quiet at the moment. One-two pitch. Curve low and away. Two and two. Waiting at the on-deck ring is Dick Grote. Pasquale looking into Howard for his sign. Two and two is count on Clemente. Right hander working and the pitch coming. Curve is hit back over the mound. Near second base it is. Picking uh, about off the bag and throws in the shallow center field. Bobby Richardson and Jim Fregosi were over. The ball hit right back over the mound and bounced on second and into shallow right center field. So Clemente with his first hit of the game. First off Pasquale and for the National League hit number five. National League two runs on five hits. American League one run on four hits. Now with two outs, the batter is the shortstop Dick Grill. Grill struck out and grounded out. Nothing for two today. Batting at 290 with St. Louis. Clemente with good speed leads at first. Allison holds at the bag. And the pitch is high. A fastball. Throw down to first and Clemente is back. No tag there by Allison. The throw was taken off the bag. Good chance here for Clemente possibly to steal because Pasquale uses the slow curve in a tough situation. 1-0 pitch is swung on, hit down the right field line, and drifting foul. Well back into the lower stands. One ball and one strike to Dick Grove. Also a good chance here for the National League possibly to play hit and run because Grote hits so well behind the runner. Two out, Clemente at first base for the National League. National League ahead, two to one in the fifth inning. Pasquale pitching, and there's a curve swung on, lifted to the left field. Back goes Killebrew, still going back, still going back, and he can't get it. The ball takes one out off the left center field fence. Committee around third coming in to score. Killebrew throws into Fregosi and holding it second with a double is broke. The National League leads three to one.
by Dick Grote. Took one hop to the right of the 371 sign. And we'll have a runner at second base now for Grote. Chico Cardenas. Ladies and gentlemen, for the National League Ballpark, running for Grote, number 16, Leo Cardenas, Cincinnati Reds. Cardenas with the Cincinnati Reds running for Grote at second base. And with the National League leading now by two runs, the batter is the left fielder, Billy Williams, of the Chicago Cubs. Hit a home run in the fourth inning to tie the game. Left-hand batter swings and misses on a sharp breaking pitch. Strike one. Williams, his first time up, facing Dean Chance, hopped to Fregosi, then homered off John Wyatt. He's being played to pull, deep around to the right. Cardenas leading in second, the pitch on the way. High, a ball, one ball, one strike. Willie May is on deck. Here's the stretch now by Pasquale. The look back. The pitch is inside low. A fastball. Ball two. National League runs batted in by Williams, Boyer, and Grote. Again, Pasquale to the set down. The two-on pitch. Very high. Ball three. Count of three and one to Billy Williams. Batting average of 330. Three and one now to Williams. The pitch on the way. Swing and a miss on a fastball. Three and two, the count to Williams, with two out, a run in, and the National League ahead now by three to one in the fifth inning at Shea Stadium, New York. Sign given by Howard, Pasquale ready, three-two pitch, curve is fouled away, back of the American League dugout. Count remains at three and two on Williams. Untiring Casey Stingle pacing back and forth in the first base coaching box. Incredible en energy. Three and two again to Williams. He waits. The pitch coming. And a ground ball hit to the left of Richardson. He's over for it. Makes the pickup. Waits for Allison to cover and throws out Williams. For the National League, a run on two hits. No errors. A run left. After five innings of play, the score, the National League three, the American League one. Both lineups today are heavy with right-handed batters. No one seems to agree on whether left-handed or right-handed batters have the advantage in Shea Stadium. But lefty or righty, you have the advantage of an easier shave every shave with Gillette Foamy Shaving Cream. All you need for a clean, close shave is an amount the size of a golf ball. Foamy's tiny moisture bubbles are extra rich, so a little goes a long way. They supersaturate every whisker, keep your beard wetter down to the last stroke. And Foamy is the only leading shaving cream with K34 hexachlorophene antiseptic that removes harmful facial bacteria. For supreme shaving luxury, team up Foamy with a Gillette stainless steel blade. 
The only stainless blade guaranteed to give you the best first shave and more superbly comfortable shaves per blade than any other, or your money back from Gillette. For a perfect finish, splash on a dash of sun-up, the aftershave man-like best. Smells better, feels better, manlier. Start the day feeling as good as you look, refreshed, the Gillette way. We pause 30 seconds for station identification. 810 and you dial WGY Schenectady. Who's on top in the world of sports? You are if you keep tuned to WGY 810 on your radio dial on top of the latest sports news all the time. For all over sports results, tune in Sports Spotlight at 545 with Bill Carpenter. WGY also brings you the complete schedule of the Mets, the World Series, collegiate football with Syracuse University, and pro football with the New York Giants. Get the most out of sports by listening to WGY, the smoothest sound around. Now pitching for the National League All-Star. Changes uh, for the National League as we go to the sixth inning. John Callison remains in the game and plays right field. Chico Curtis remains in and will play a shortstop. And the new pitcher will be Chris Short of the Philadelphia Phillies. So Short will be batting in the number one position of the order. Curtis is second and Callison ninth. Short the left-hander with an outstanding earned run average. Of 1.58 for the Phillies in 21 games. He won seven, lost four so far. Tall left-hander. Right fielder, Tony Oliva. He goes against the left-hand batter to begin the top of the sixth inning. The National League ahead, three to one. Tony Oliva. He takes a strike call on the outside corner. Running with two very fine innings. No runs. Allowed two hits, struck out four, did not walk a batter. One strike count to Oliva, who has twice grounded back to the mound. Young outfielder waits, and he swings and taps it foul back a third. Boyer, Cardenas, Williams chasing it, and it's back into the crowd. To check the National League defensively now here in the sixth inning, Chris Short pitching, John Edwards catching, Orlando Cepeda at first, Ron Hunt at second, Ken Boyer at third, and Chico Cardenas at short. Williams in left, Mays in center, and Callison in right. National League with three runs, six hits, no errors. American League, one run, four hits, and no errors. A two-strike count to Tony Oliva, leadoff batter in the sixth. The pitch on the way, and a swing, and a miss. Strike three. Oliva was badly fooled by a high inside curve. That now is eight strikeouts for the National League pitching today. Drysdale came three, bunning four, and now short. Strikes out the first man he faces. Here is Mantle, who turns around and bats right-handed against left-hander short. batting at 332 overall, but a much better record. Well over 500 batting right-handed. Wind up in the pitch by Short. Swing and a miss, strike one. One out in the sixth inning. Nobody on base. 
defense is almost straight up for Mantle, who pitched with power to all fields. The one-strike pitch. Swing and a ground ball. Base hit to the left of Cardenas. It rolls into center field. Ball picked up there by Mays. Returned to the infield. And Mantle is on with his first hit of the afternoon. The fifth for the American League. is two for two today. He lined a single to left in the first inning to drive in Fregosi with the American League run. Accidentally tipped a ground ball to a third. Boyer playing deep had no chance to throw him out in the fourth inning. Right-hand batter against the left-hander Chris Short. From the stretch now, the left-hander pitching, and there's a ground foul off third past Tony Cuccinello, strike one. Killebrew with 30 home runs near the halfway mark of the American League season. The question always comes up, what about the home run record of 61? Harmon says the first thing is you have to be healthy all season long. It's to Killebrew. Swing, there's a line drive, a base hit to center field. Mantle waiting to see whether the ball would be played on. Now goes to second, and he holds on there. So the American League with two ringing singles here by Mantle and Killebrew. Runners at first and second now, one out. And at bat is Bob Allison, who has struck out twice. Allison batting at 336. Killebrew at first, Mantle at second with one out. One out, the National League bullpen is beginning to stir. There's a line drive, pulled foul down the left field line by Allison. Allison lined the first pitch from short, and immediately Edwards, the National League catcher, goes out to talk with his pitcher here. Right-hander Dick Farrell of the Houston Colt 45 has begun to warm up in the National League bullpen. National League ahead, 3-1 in the sixth inning. The American League with Mantle at second base, Killebrew at first, one out. Killebrew now, three for three. One strike pitch, swing, and there's a high drive to deep center field, but Mays will have it in range. Got it for the second out of the inning, and the runners hold up. Two outs now in the sixth inning, and Chris Short faces third baseman Brooks Robinson, who has fired deep to center and single to right. Robinson of Baltimore batting at 317. Mantle at second, and uh, Killebrew at first. They lead away. Pitch on the way. There's a fly ball lined up the alley. Right center field. Might drop in. He's on the run. Can't get it. The ball passes out behind him. Going all the way to the wall. Mantle is in the score. Killebrew around third. Three points in. Allison did it for third. Here's the relay. Throw to third. Not in time. A triple for Robinson. He made it in time. Three
pass through to Tyvon Dry on the drive by Robinson to right center field. And he couldn't come up with the ball. Callison had to run it down, and it bounded all the way to the fence. Mantle and Killebrew scoring, and the game is tied 3-3. Here is second baseman Bobby Richardson, who has grounded a third and struck out. Right-hand batter, the Yankees. Short pitching, low ball one. American League now, three runs on seven hits. National League, three runs on six hits. Chris Short ready pitching. There's a ground ball back to the mound. The one-hopper. Short throws to first, and Richardson is out. The side retired. Two runs on three hits. No error as a runner left. And at the middle of the sixth inning, the score, American League three, National League three. Ever notice what a baseball player does before he goes to the plate? He picks the bat with the grip that's right for him. Because in baseball, it's the grip that counts. It's the grip that makes a difference. And the same thing is true in writing. When you get the pen to fit your grip, it makes a difference too. Now you can choose the pen that's right for you from PaperMate's new Profile Trio of Pens. Three different shaped pens. There's the slim grip with a trim look and feel, the regular grip with the weight and grip most people want, and the husky grip for those who like real heft and weight. Yes, in writing, as in baseball, it's the grip that counts. It's the grip that makes a difference. So pick a new PaperMate profile pen with the grip that's right for you. Slim, regular, husky. The new PaperMate profile trio. Each pen, just $1.95. Elston Howard. Camilo Pasquale beginning his second inning of work. Mays, Cepeda, and Boyer. Four, five, and six in the National League batting list here in the sixth inning. Pasquale's first pitch. Low outside, ball one. Raditz has begun to throw in the American League bullpen. There's a swing and a pop-up back of the plate that's going to be out of play. One ball, one strike to count to Mays. Nobody on, nobody out in the sixth inning, and the game is tied, three to three. Mays now with a line drive for Cozy, and shortstop has it for the out. Mays hit it hard, it behaved like a knuckleball. Fregosi had to play it, and Mays lines up. Orlando Cepeda. Fly deep to Mantle in center. 
and smashed a drive off the leg of Wyatt. Wyatt later threw him out. Sabeta has hit the ball hard twice. Right hand batting first baseman of the Giants. Basquale pitching. There's a ground ball wide up third. Great play at third by Robinson to his left and he throws him out. Rick Robinson quickly to his left. Picked up the scorched hopper by Cepeda and threw him out. And they're two down now in the sixth inning. National League three, American League three. And the batter is Ken Boyer, who is two for two. Third baseman, Ken Singled off the glove of Rigozzi at short and hit his second home run in all-star competition over the left field wall. Pitch to Boyer. Curve low and away. Ball one. Pasquale into the windup now. Boyer waiting, and he takes a breaking ball over. Up high, call strike. John Edwards on deck for the National League in the sixth inning. Base is empty with two out and a tie game, 3-3. The 1-1 pitch. Fastball is outside. Boyer with a count of 2-1. Baseball being tossed out by Sudol to Pasquale. Two and one, the count to Ken Boyer. Two out, and the base is empty. Now the pitcher on the way. A swing and a miss, and Boyer with a count of two and two. Pasquale, the only pitcher in either league to win 20 games or more in each of the last two seasons. In 62 and 63, more than 20 games. Sign given, Pasquale pitching, and he struck him out on a breaking ball. Ken Boyer goes down on strikes, three up and three down. And after six innings of play, the score, American League three, National League three. The all-star lineup is picked, you know, by vote of players. And Willie Mays led voting in both leagues. That makes Mays the number one choice this season. Now I want to remind you which stainless steel blade is the number one choice from coast to coast. It's Gillette. Why? Well, it's the only stainless steel blade with a true Gillette edge. The world's sharpest, easiest shaving. You glide along in comfort right from the first effortless stroke. First shave, second, and every other shave. You get the best first shave and more superbly comfortable shaves per blade than with any other. And this is guaranteed by Gillette, or they'll refund every set you pay. Now pitching for the National League as we go to the seventh inning will be Dick Farrell of the Houston Colt 45. Farrell has been in two previous All-Star games. And with Houston this year in 17 games, he has won 10 and lost 3 with an earn run average of 3.13. A right-hander. 
to face the American League in the seventh inning. And Elston Howard, pitcher Pasquale, and shortstop Rigozzi are the scheduled batters. The totals at the end of six innings for the American League, three runs, seven hits, no errors, four men left on base. And for the National League, three runs, six hits, no errors, and three men left on. Chris Short, who pitched the sixth inning, was charged with two runs and three hits. Ellie Howard fouls the first pitch back into the crowd over the wire. Strike one. Now the Giants' uh, great right-hander, Von Marischal, begins to uh, warm up in the National League bullpen. One strike pitch to Howard. It hit him. A high inside pitch. Howard leaning somewhat into the ball is hit on the left shoulder, not hurt. Now Rocky Calavito of the Kansas City Athletics is being announced to bat for Camilo Pasquale. Calavito, a right-hand batter, batting at 272 with the A's, swings on the pitch and fouls it away. Edwards starting for it, but he won't have a play. Half dozen rows back into the stands. Calavito with 17 home runs and 51 runs batted in. Picked to the American League All-Star squad after an ankle injury was suffered by Al Kaline just last Saturday. Calavito batting for Pasquale. And likely it'll be Dick Rennitz to pitch against the National League in the bottom of the inning. Pitch on the way, and there's a drive up the alley in the left center field. On the run for Dismays. He can't get there. The ball bounces away from him. Rolling out toward the center track. Around second. Howard is going for third. The throw to Boyer is not in time. And Howard is safe at third. Down to second goes Calavito. with a double. Howard at third base and with nobody out in the seventh inning, the National League pulls the infield up as Jim Fregosi comes up to bat. Fregosi, one for three, a right-hand batter. A breaking ball is high outside. Ball one. American League 3, National League 3, seventh inning. American League with runners at second and third. Calavito at second, Howard at third. Pitch on the way. Swing, there's a drive to center field. Well hit. May is getting there for it. He'll make the catch. Tagging at third. Howard comes in. Mays makes the throw. It's a fine throw, but not quite in time. Howard scores. And it's American League 4, National League 3. Mays made a wonderful throw to Edwards. But the ball was hit so deep that Howard had the chance to score. Calavito holding at second base. American League 4, National League 3 with one out. And the batter is uh, the right fielder, Tony Oliva. Tony Oliva. 
Oliva has failed to hit in three trips today in his first Major League All-Star game. Grounded out twice to the pitcher and struck out once. Here's a swing and a high fly ball to shallow left. Cardenas out, Williams coming in. And Cardenas makes the catch. Two out, Calavito holding at second base. on the seventh inning. American League four, National League three. The batter is Mantle. The National League battery of Farrell and Edwards meet for just a, a minute at the mound before they pitch to Mantle. Swing and a foul back into the wire by Mantle, strike one. Mickey has one hit in three trips today, a single in the sixth inning. He made the single batting right-handed. Calavito leading off second base. One strike pitch. Too high. One and one now to Mantle. One ball, one strike to Mantle with Calavito at second base. Two out, a run in. American League four, National League three. Barrel to the stretch. And a curveball is high. Mantle appeared to be locked in just slightly at the plate. He favored his leg as he moved back away. Runner leading, 2-1 pitch. Swing and a miss on the fastball. And a 2-2 two two count now to Mantle. Two balls, two strikes to Mantle. Calavito at uh, second base. And the pitch from Farrell. Foul straight back. And the count remains 2-2. Two and two. Second baseman Hunt moved around, back of the runner at second, Calavito, but no play was on. Mantle waiting at the plate with a two and two count. Barrel pitching, struck him out swinging. Mantle goes down on strikes and the inning is over. A run, one hit, no errors, a runner left. So at the end of six and a half innings, the score, American League four, National League three. Remember the Mets record game? 23 innings, 7 hours, 23 minutes. It sure was a lot of baseball for the price of a ticket. And here's news about a lot of shaving comfort at a new low price. It's the bargain special from Gillette, on sale right now. Includes a regular size bottle of sun-up aftershave, a Gillette Slim adjustable razor, and a dispenser of those incomparable Gillette stainless steel blades. A $2.37 value, heroes for only $1.85. Did you know that Gillette stainless steel blades are outselling all other double-edged stainless blades combined? If you wonder why, just try one. Right from the first effortless stroke, you're in for the last word in shaving comfort. That comfort lasts shave after shave after shave. In fact, through more superbly comfortable shaves than you get with any other blade. Gillette guarantees it or your money back. 
Get a dispenser of Gillette stainless steel blades with the slim adjustable razor plus a bottle of crisp, refreshing sunup. The aftershave men like best. The whole deal costs only $1.85. You save 52 cents. Man, they're shaving luxury at a real saving. For the American League in the last of the seventh inning, Calavito remains in the game and will play right field. And Dick Raddatz, the huge right-hander of the Boston Red Sox, will try to protect a one-run lead as we go to the last half of the seventh inning. Raddatz will bat in the number two spot in the order that had been occupied by Oliva, who is now out of the game. Raddatz, who has been in 42 games in roughly the first half of the American League season with Boston, has won seven and lost four, and an earned run average of 1.84. If Raddatz continues to pitch for the Red Sox in the second half of the season, as at the same pace for the first half, he would set a new record for number of games in which he has worked. Raddatz says he throws mostly fastballs, few breaking pitches, and that is in large measure responsible for the fact that he can pitch so frequently. The catcher, John Edwards, will lead off, and Raddatz fires a strike on the outside corner. This is Edwards' first time at bat in the game. A left-hand batter. He swings and fouls the pitch back into the wire directly behind the plate. Edwards batting at 270 with four home runs and 35 runs batted in. American League four, National League three, seventh inning. Raddatz pitching and strike three. Edwards started to pull the trigger, could not, and he is caught looking. First strikeout for Raddatz. Camilo Pasquale, pitching the sixth and the fifth inning of the game, allowed one run and two hits. He struck out one, did not walk a batter. Now here's the second baseman of the Mets, Ron Hunt. A single in two tries today. Right-hand batter. Raddatz pitching. Swing and a miss and a high fastball. Strike one. Raddatz, like a premier relief pitcher of the National League, Ron Peronofsky, a product of Michigan State. One strike pitch. Swing and a miss on a curve. And it's strike two on Hunt. One out, nobody on base. National League batting in the last of the seventh. American League four to three in front. Two strike pitch from Raddatz. Outside, ball one. One ball and two strikes, the count to Hunt. Raddatz ready to work. Strike three, and Hunt turns to the National League dugout. He took a fastball on the outside corner, and Raddatz has struck out the first too many plays. Here is John Callison. Batted in the fifth inning for Bunning, remained in the game to play right field. 
Raddus pitching. There's a swing and a fly ball deep in the right center field. Mantle drifting back. Now at the edge of the warning track, he reaches up and pulls it down. The National League out, one, two, three in the seventh inning with no runs, no hits, and none left. So at the end of the seventh inning, the score, American League four, National League three. About 90 degrees here at Shea Stadium. We can't do much about the weather, but we can do something. Lots, in fact, about a personal problem that most people have these hot, humid days. There's no better way than Gillette Right Guard Power Spray Deodorant. This cool, refreshing mist is the perfect personal deodorant for the whole family. Because nothing touches you but the spray itself. So now there's no need to clutter up your medicine cabinet with messy cream deodorants you have to rub in, or gummy roll-ons that leave you sticky and uncomfortable, or any other kind of deodorant. Gillette Right Guard gives complete coverage, 24-hour protection in two seconds flat. It dries on contact. Remember, no matter how many people use Gillette Right Guard, it's each and every one's personal deodorant because nothing touches you but the spray itself. We pause 30 seconds for station identification. This is KNBR and KNBR-FM, NBC Radio, San Francisco, your station for complete coverage of the Republican Convention. Come to Open House at the 16 offices of Pioneer Investor Savings. Refreshments, free election guides. Highest interest with maximum safety at a half-billion-dollar-strong Pioneer Investor Savings. Founded 1885, today largest in Northern California. Open your account at big, safe, friendly Pioneer Investor Savings. Killebrew leading off in the eighth inning, swings and misses at the first pitch from right-hander Dick Farrell. Killebrew, three for three today has driven in one run and scored one. Swing and a miss at a high fastball, strike two. Barrel of the Houston Colt 45's fourth pitcher used by the National League and working in his second inning. Barrel's two-strike pitch, outside, ball one. One ball and two strikes. Bob Allison on deck. Barrel ready to go, the pitch. Too high, ball two, two and two. Barrel in the windup now, the two-two pitch, again high, and the count is out to three and two on Killebrew. Lead batter for the American League in the eighth inning. The American League leading four to three. Three-two pitch, swing and a ground ball hit slowly to a third. Played near the bag by Boyer, across to Cepeda at first for the out, and Killebrew is retired. One away, the eighth inning, the batter for the American League, Bob Allison. Struck out twice and flied deep to center, nothing for three. Barrels pitches outside, bounces on to the backstop. Ball one. Barrel working back. Allison takes high. Ball two. Two balls, no strikes. Allison, selected by the American League players as the first baseman, has played approximately half the season in out the outfield, right field for the most part. Now ball three, high inside. 
Barrow behind to Allison. Back to the Rosenberg. A three ball, no strike count. Third baseman Brooks Robinson waiting. Now ball four, and Allison takes high inside to draw the first base on balls of the game. The third baseman of the Baltimore Orioles, Butch Robinson. There's two on triple in the sixth inning, tied the game. And at first place now, Bob Allison will be replaced by a runner, Joe Pepitone, of the New York Yankees. Pepitone to run for Allison at first base. And Robinson at bat takes high inside. A fastball from Dick Farrell. Ball one. National League bullpen is warming up again. Marischal throwing. The look now, the 1-0 pitch. Swing and a high fly ball into shallow center. Mays coming in. Cardenas and Grote and uh, Hunt going out. And it is Mays. Shallow center for the catch. Two outs now in the eighth inning. Batter is Bobby Richardson. Nothing for three thus far. The Yankees second baseman, a right-hand batter. High inside the first pitch, and Richardson falls away. Ball one. American League All-Stars four, the National League three in the eighth inning. The lead by Pepitone at first, the 1-0 pitch. Swing and a ground ball hit at the middle. On through and into center field. Pepitone down to second, holding there as Mays feels quickly and throws into Cardenas. Now American League runners at first and second. The catcher, Elston Howard, with two outs in the eighth inning. Howard was hit by a pitch in the seventh inning and later came in to score after a double by Calabito and a sacrifice fly by Fregosi. Barrow pitching, and it's into dirt. The ball gets away from Edwards. He recovers in a hurry, and the runners have to hold. Good quick recovery by Edwards prevented an advance by Pepitone and Richardson. Ball one. American League four, National League three. Eighth inning at Shea Stadium. 1-0 pitch. There's a foul back up into the crowd. One ball, one strike. Howard, the American League's most valuable player for 1963. At bat with a one-on-one count. Barrel to the set again. They pitch now. Swing, and there's a drive up the alley in left center field. Mays on the run. Still going, still going. And a fine running catch by Willie Mays. Seven and a half innings, the score, American League four, National League three. Time is running out on the National League All-Star. That is ticking away fast on one of the best bargain specials around today. What's the deal? Well, right now, you can get a Gillette Slim adjustable razor with a dispenser of Gillette stainless steel blades and a bottle of Sun-Up aftershave, all for only $1.85.
a 2.37 value, so you save 52 cents. Whether you shave once a day, twice a day, or only every other day, you'll shave cleaner, easier every time with a Gillette stainless steel blade. How's that? Well, Gillette makes a stainless steel blade edge that is more uniform from blade to blade, from dispenser to dispenser than any other. This is the true Gillette edge, the world's sharpest, easiest shaving. And this alone sets the Gillette stainless steel blade apart from all others. You can depend on this blade to give you the best first shave and more superbly comfortable shaves than any other. That's guaranteed, or your money back from Gillette. Look for the Gillette Bargain Special. It includes the slim, adjustable razor, stainless steel blades, and refreshing sun-up. A $2.37 value for $1.85. You save $0.52. Now for the American League, defensively, Pepitone remains in the game. He ran for Allison and will play first base. In left field, Chuck Hinton of the Washington Senators has replaced Herman Killebrew. And Bill White of the St. Louis Cardinals will bat for Dick Farrell. And Raddatz's first pitch to him is fouled away, back up into the crowd. White, a left-hand batter, Batting for Farrell in the last of the eighth inning. White batting at 263 in 77 games. The one strike pitch from Raditz. Let up is outside high. One ball, one strike. Raditz pitching again. Another foul to the left by White. Back up into the crowd. One ball and two strikes. American League 4, National League 3 in the last of the 8th inning. Cardenas on deck. Now the 1-2 pitch. And a swing and a foul tip that's held by Howard for strike 3. There's the third strikeout now for Raditz. The first out in the National League half of the 8th inning. Now uh, the Cincinnati Reds, Leo Chico Cardenas now, batting at 281. Right-hand batter against the right-hander Raditz with one out in the eighth inning. And the pitch is in there for a strike. Cardenas ran for Grote in the fifth inning. One away, nobody on base, and the pitch. Swing and a miss, strike two. Sidearm breaking ball from Raditz. Cardenas tried to check up, and the count is two strikes. Raditz ready to work, the two-strike pitch. Struck him out swinging. Four strikeouts now for Raditz, and he has fanned four of the five batters to face him. From the Chicago Cubs, the left fielder Billy Williams, a home run in three trips. Number 26, left fielder Billy Williams. Bottom of the eighth inning, American League four, National League three. In addition to the home run, Williams has popped a short and grounded a second. Raddus pitching, inside high, ball one. 
Maddox struck out five in two innings in the All-Star game in Cleveland last year. Here's the one-strike pitch. High inside, ball two. Got his two balls, no strikes to Williams. The pitch on the way, a swing and a ground ball hit to the left of Richardson. A fine play to his left. He's up with it, throws on to Pepitone at first, and Williams is out. So at the end of the eighth inning, the score, American League 4, National League 3. The New York Mets obtained their all-star infielder, Ron Hunt, for just $30,000. That was investment really paying off for the Mets. And if you want to invest in shaving comfort and save money, too, here's news about a Gillette bargain special. For a limited time, you can get a dispenser of Gillette stainless steel blades, a Gillette slim adjustable razor, and a full-size bottle of sun-up aftershave, 237 value for only $1.85. You save 52 cents. If you're one of the men who haven't yet experienced the incomparable comfort of Gillette stainless steel blades, here's your chance to do so at a real saving. From the first smooth, easy stroke, you'll understand why the Gillette stainless steel blade is the nation's number one seller by far. It shaves cleaner, closer, shave after shave after shave. Gillette guarantees it. The best first shave and more superbly comfortable shaves per blade than with any other. Or your money back from Gillette. Enjoy real shaving comfort and save money in the bargain. Get the blades, a slim adjustable razor, and refreshing sun-up aftershave. All for only $1.85. You save 52 cents. End of the ninth inning at uh, Shea Stadium. This is Dan Daniels along with Blaine Walsh. The 35th All-Star Game. And from the San Francisco Giants, Juan Marichal, who has won 11 and lost four, an earned run average of 2.37. He'll bat first in the order, and pitching now for the National League, and facing Rocky Calavito. We had a pinch double in the seventh inning. It figured in the scoring of the American League run to put the American Leaguers ahead here by four to three. Marishaw meeting with Edwards at the mound before they face Calavito, Fregosi, and then the pitcher Raditz scheduled up. Farrell worked the seventh and eighth innings, allowed one run and two hits. Marishaw with a high kick and a curveball over for a strike. Giant right-hander ready to work to the plate again. The one-strike pitch. Calavito takes it outside. Ball one. One ball, one strike. Marishaw coming back, and there's a drive to left field. Well hit coming on for it is Billy Williams, and he's there for the catch. Calavito out to Williams, and one down now in the ninth inning. American League four, National League three. Jim Fregosi. 
Watch up, Jim Fregosi, the Los Angeles Angels. The sacrifice fly in the seventh inning drove in the American League's fourth run of the game. He had scored their first run in the first inning. Flaps a bunt, takes a strike. Fregosi, a right-handed batter. One strike pitch from Marichal. Swing and a miss. He was fooled by a curveball. Two strikes now on Fregosi. Strong youngster who chokes up on the bat some three to four inches. One out, nobody on. Marischal pitching, and Fregosi takes high outside. Ball one. One ball, two strikes. Marischal delivers. And there's a foul hit out of play to the right. Back into the crowd, and ball and two strikes again to Fregosi. Now the one-two count again, and the pitch. Swung on, lined in the center field. Mays breaking in on the ball. He's there. The second out of the ninth inning. And now the pitcher, Dick Raditz, with the American League 4, National League 3. Raditz, who now has nine strikeouts in four innings of all-star competition, right-hand pitcher, right-hand batter. Swings and misses at Marischal's first pitch. Strike one. Marischal ready to go again. Right-hander's pitch. Down low, ball one. One ball, one strike. Marischal's pitch to Raditz. Swung on and missed for strike two. One ball and two strikes to Raditz. The National League, in the last of the ninth inning, will have Mays, Cepeda, and Boyer. The one-two pitch. Little low for ball two. Two balls and two strikes. The American League with four runs, nine hits, no errors. National League, three runs, six hits, no errors. Two-two for Marishaw. Struck him out swinging. And it's three up and three down. So at the end of eight and a half innings, the score, American League four, National League three. Good hitters like Killebrew, Robinson, and Boyer never take their eyes off the ball. Shavers, too, are always on the alert for a money-saving offer like this one from Gillette. For a limited time, you can get a dispenser of stainless steel blades, a slim, adjustable razor, and a full-size bottle of sunup aftershave, a $237 value, yours for only $1.85. That's a bargain. Millions of men know the close, clean comfort of a Gillette shave. Do you? Have you tried the Gillette stainless steel blade? You find out right from the first stroke why this blade is the number one seller in America. Smooth, easy, this is true shaving luxury. Then for a crisp, fresh finish, splash on a dash of sunup, the aftershave men like best. They go for the clean, manly smell, and women like it too. So right after your morning shave or any time of day, splash on a dash of sunup for a refreshing lift. 
Here's the deal. Sun up, Gillette stainless steel blades, a slim adjustable razor, all for only $1.85. Shaving comfort that can't be matched, and you save 52 cents. Your attention, please. Ladies and gentlemen, now playing center field for the American League All-Stars, number seven, Chief Hall, on the Minnesota Twins, number seven, In the last of the ninth inning, Jimmy Hall replaces Mantle in center field. In the National League, facing Dick Raditz with Willie Mays, Orlando Cepeda, and Ken Boyer. Chuck Kenton in left field. Hall in center field, Calavito in right, Pepitone at first, Richardson at second, Robinson at third, Rigosi at short, Raddatz and Howard, the American League battery. Raddatz from the windup and the pitch, line foul into the stands, well down the right field line, strike one. Wind up and the pitch on the way. High ball one. One ball, one strike to Willie Mays. Lead batter for the National League in the night. One one pitch. Her ball for strike two. One ball and two strikes. Wind up by Raditz is pitch. Foul back. No chance for a play. One ball and two strikes. Out remains on Mays. Raditz ready. The one-two pitch. Ground ball foul. Sharply hit past third. Ball bounced off the box seat railing. Down to the left field corner. Chuck Hinton goes over to re retrieve it. Hall playing center field is a few steps around to right center. Now the one-two pitch. High outside. Mays with a count of two balls and two strikes. American League four, National League three, ninth inning. Raddatz pitching, and there's a foul to the right, back of the National League dugout and into the crowd. And again, two and two to Mays. Willie Mays has made seven putouts in this game to tie the all-star record for putouts by a center fielder. Chet Labs set the record back in 1943. Labs of the uh, St. Louis... Now the 2-2 pitch. Outside, ball three. And the count is three and two on Mays. The windup now, the 3-2 pitch. Ball four.
was the first walk by an American League pitcher and only the second of the game. And the batter is Orlando Cepeda. Here is the set by Raditz. The pitch is swung on and missed, strike one. Of all the 50,000-odd people in the stadium, Casey Stengel may be the liveliest in the first base coaching box. One strike to count on Cepeda. May is leading at first base. That is the look. There goes May. The pitch is swung on and missed. Howard for a second. Safe to second. has stolen second base with a count of two strikes on Orlando Cepeda. Nobody out in the ninth inning. Raditz backs off the rubber after looking into Howard. Now Cepeda backs out at the plate. American League four, National League three. Now the pitch is swung on and popped up into shallow right field. Might be a tough play. Richardson going out. The ball's up behind Richardson and Pepitone. Picked up now by Pepitone. Thrown to the plate. Mays goes to third. The ball passes away from Mays. Picked up by Raddick. Raddick comes with the play at the plate. And Mayor down to second goes to Peter. Peta with a fly ball to shallow right. Richardson and Pepitone went out for it. The ball dropped beyond Richardson and Pepitone for a hit. Pepitone picked it up. But then he threw wildly after Mays took third base and an error is charged to Pepitone. Enabling Mays to come in to score and the game is American League 4, National League 4 with none out in the ninth inning and with Cepeda at second base. Now a runner going into the game. Hurt Flood to run for Cepeda. American League 4, National League 4. With Flood running for Cepeda at second base and none out. The batter will be third baseman Ken Boyer with an infield single and a home run. Two hits in three trips. The hit with the first off Raditz and the National League seventh of the game. Now the pitch to a Boyer high inside, ball one. After Pepitone recovered the ball in shallow right, he threw the ball over Howard. Raditz, off balance, made the pickup on it, but he could not make a play at the plate to get Mays, who slid home with the tying run. The 1-0 pitch now, a swing and a miss by Boyer, one ball and one strike. 
American League four, National League four, last of the ninth inning. Nobody out. And Flood running for Cepeda at second base. Raditz to the set, 1-1 pitch. Bunted and fouled to the right of the plate. Alston had the bunt on for Boyer in an effort to move Flood around to third. Flood leading off second, the one-two pitch. Swing and a high pop-up into the infield. Third baseman Robinson, catcher Howard are there, and it's Robinson who make the catch. One out in the last of the ninth inning. And with Flood holding at second base, catcher. Cincinnati catcher Johnny. for the National League, Edwards. John Edwards. A left-hand batter. And they're going to put Edwards on base. Edwards will be walked intentionally. The scheduled batter is Hunt, but he is not at the on-deck ring. Here is ball two. Now ball three. And ball four. The intentional walk is completed to Edwards. Henry Aaron popped out of the National League dugout. And let's see whether he will bat for Hunt. Yes, here he comes. batting at 3.06 with 12 home runs, 45 runs batted in. Raditz wants to chat with Howard before they talk to the Milwaukee Slugger, before they pitch to him. American League 4, National League 4, the National League with runners at first and second and one out in the bottom of the ninth inning. Now ready to go again. Raditz has his sign from Howard. The pitch on the way. Strike one. Aaron leaned in on a high inside pitch. And rule that he struck at it. The stretch again by Raditz. The pitch to Aaron. In there for strike two call. Two strikes on Aaron, but the score tied four to four. The National League at bat in the last of the ninth inning. John Callison waiting. Flood leading in second. Edwards the runner at first. Raditz pitching, and it's outside, ball one. Raditz works sidearm to the right-hand batter, and the count is one ball, two strikes. Stretch again now by Raditz. The look back, the one-two pitch. Swing and a miss. He struck him out. (laughs) 
Two out in the ninth inning. American League Four, National League Four. And John Callison has popped to short and slides to center. The left-hand batter against right-hander Dick Raddatz. Right-hander pitching. Swing and there it goes. A long high drive. Deep to right field. It is going, going. Home run for Callison. And the National League wins 7-4. Callison hitting the first pitch from Dick Raddatz lines it into the stands in right field. And in the bottom of the ninth inning, the National League scoring four runs on two hits, one error, and none left on base. And the final score, the National League seven, the American League four. Now to give you the totals and the summary of today's game, here again is Glenn Wolf. Dan, what a finish. I was kind of hoping, of course, being from Milwaukee, that Hank Aaron would get the big base hit of the afternoon. But Dick Raddatz got him for his fifth strikeout. And then Johnny Callison of the Philadelphia Phillies worked one into the second deck out there. A three-run homer, and the National League wins it by a score of 7-4. to four. And so after a long, long haul, the National League has managed to even up the record in all-star competition with their 17th victory. The American League now has won 17, and one was a tie. So the 35th All-Star Game, I'm sure, will be remembered as a very thrilling one with a big finish. The National League had seven runs, eight hits, no errors, three left on. The American League, four runs, nine hits, one error, and seven left. The winning pitcher, the fifth National League pitcher, Juan Marichal, who worked on the ninth inning, the loser, Dick Raddatz, who worked the last three innings. Don Drysdale started this afternoon for the National League, working three innings, giving up an unearned run on two hits. Jim Bunning came on in the fourth, allowing no runs, only two hits. Chris Short worked one inning, giving up two runs and three hits. Dick Farrell came on in the seventh, worked two innings, giving up a run on two hits. And then Juan Marichal worked the ninth inning, allowing no runs or hits. For the American League... Dean Chance started working three innings, allowing no runs, two hits. Wyatt of Kansas City came on in the fourth, gave up two runs and two hits. Pasquale in the fifth worked two innings, giving up a run on two hits. And Raditz came on in the seventh and went the rest of the way and is tagged with the loss. The American League scored that unearned run off Drysdale in the first inning on a couple of ace hits. They led one to nothing until the fourth when Billy Williams, facing Wyatt, led off with a home run. That tied it. In the same inning, after two were out, Kenny Boyer hit a home run, and the National League led by a score of 2-1. to one. The American League came back with a pair of runs off Chris Short in the sixth inning on singles by Mantle and Killebrew and a triple by Brooks Robinson. They went out in front with another run in the seventh off Dick Farrell. He hit a batter, Rocky Calavito double, putting runners at second and third, and Fergosi hit a sacrifice fly. In the fifth inning, the National League scored a run on a single by Clemente and a double by Grote, 
the score at that point was three to three. The American League went out in front in the seventh inning when the run was driven in by Fergosi. Four to three, that made it. Then in the ninth inning, we have to recap this very exciting bottom of the ninth. Willie Mays led off with a walk. Cepeda hit a Texas League single into right field. Willie, of course, had to hold up at second base because it looked as though the ball might be caught. Pepitone retrieved it in short right, threw to the plate. Mays went to third, but the ball bounced over the head of the catcher, Elston Howard, and Mays scored with Cepeda taking second. Kurt Flood ran for him. Boyer popped down. Johnny Edwards was walked intentionally. So with one out, there were runners at first and second. Hank Aaron came out. Raddett struck him out for the second out. And then the big moment for Johnny Callison. He nailed one on the nose and hit it into the upper deck in right. A three-run home run. Four runs scored in the ninth. And the National League wins it by a score of 7-4. to four. So, an exciting ball game it was. This crowd today of 50,850. The official paid attendance, 50,850, really enjoyed themselves. Our engineer was Harold Campbell. Our producer, Len Dillon. That wraps up the 1964 All-Star Baseball game. Be with us again on October 7th for the first game of the 1964 World Series when your hosts, as today, again will be Gillette, the people who know men best, and Chrysler Corporation, maker of the 1964 Plymouth, Dodge, Chrysler, the Imperial, and Dodge Trucks.